this podcast has naughty words. If you don't like it, fuck ya. Foolish Works presents the Hypothetical Hour. Asterisk. We'll, we'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> this is terrible. Your face is terrible. What this if? Is a um, I don't know. What if? So, for those listening at home, nobody. Uh, <laughs> it's so depressing. Isn't it? It is. Um... For those of you listening at home, we're starting a What If podcast. Oh, um, no, this is awful. If I ever type, it's just going to click just, and No, clack. just type. It's fine. Okay? It's fine. I don't just care if I, hear, if I hear clicking. Are you sure? Because it's going to be... Whatever. It'll be the same problem with me typing. It'll be the same problem with Ryan typing. Oh, no. Well, I don't know, Ryan. Do you now, have a mechanical keyboard? And now we and now we learn the folly of the mechanical keyboard. Yeah, this is this is why I have an inferior an inferior wireless keyboard, which doesn't make any noise at all. Mechanical keyboards kill podcasts. It's yeah. a, it's a known fact. Yeah, it's you well, know, video killed the radio star. Mechanical kid, no. <laughs> mechanical kids kill the podcast. The number one enemy <laughs> of podcasters. Mechanical Damn those kids. Mechanical kids. That, that sounds like that sounds like a reject '80s band, The Mechanical Kids. The, the hit, the hits, the hit single. Their only hit single was "Robot Revolution." They're always getting away with things. It was too ahead of its time. Gonna take your internets. Do, 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 do. Do take my internet. That better not be copyright. <laughs> it's synth music, Jake. Oh, I, if it's copyright, I'm gonna kill you. All right, hypotheticals. Uh, yeah, we got a we got, a, we got a, like a little list of stuff, don't we? Yeah, we, yeah, we do. We have a small list. Um, most of it that was typed out by some handsome devil. I, I didn't. I I wasn't aware that we were going to be in league with devils for this podcast. Well, we got these questions from people at home. By people at home, I mean um, a computer. Well, I mean, we are at home. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we are people at home, so we did get it from the people at home. We being the people. Okay, uh, let's jump right into it. You are Rupert Murdoch, or a medium, or a media mogul of equal or greater power and influence. What arbit- arbitrary agendas would you push, or would you be a fair and balanced TM? Would you be a... God damn it. Would you be fair and balanced, TM? Why would I be a fair and balanced, Tim? <laughs> That's a ridiculous question. I don't know. Jake. I feel like Michael Bluth in Arrested Development, looking at the pigeon in the in, in the paper bag, the dead pigeon. <laughs> dead dove, do not eat. It's it's the exact same feeling. That this is that feeling. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> I thought we'd get some intelligent conversation about hypo- interesting hypotheticals. Well, no, we got it. But instead, we have Ryan <laughs> well, saying, course, why would I want to be a fair and balanced fucking team? We haven't defined the format. We need to, like, say, you know, we'll take it in order. We'll take it from the top, right? Who's at the top? All right. Well, it's furball, technically. Who's, who's at the top? Of, okay. So... Well, Say I, I'm I'm the one kind of uh, curating this, so I guess I'll be the one asking the questions first. Uh, the first to answer can be the first person to guess which number I'm thinking of. Eight, two. Darren wins. Obvious bias. I mean, 
It's not obvious bias. My favorite number is eight. Is it? It just means he's a better friend. Is it? Oh, I, I picked that's, it because it's my favorite hard. number. <laughs> stop having all God my favorite it. things. No, you stop having my favorite my things. Favorite Yellow is my, my favorite, favorite color. color. Eight is my favorite number. You. you just have to go in there and just twist the knife that's already in me, Jake. It, Ryan, I love you as much as Darian, which is not. Is at it all. your favorite number because it's the magic number in the disc world? Yes. Oh it my is. God, I hate you. You're stealing my things. No, I'm not stealing your damn stop things. stealing my things. You know, I liked the number eight so much that I had it as my jersey number when I played rugby you league. Got to pick your jersey? I just got whatever I was given when I played AFL. From the other like tens, I got to pick I my don't jersey even number. Know what jersey I had? I just had a jersey. I don't remember what was on it. <laughs> I really hated AFL. <laughs> the last two years of my rugby league career. Um, by the way, I, I played up to the under 13, so, mm. you know, Korea is in big, giant quotations yeah, here. I understand. Well, I don't know if the audience understands. <laughs> um, the last two years of my rugby league career, I had sponsored by the Barbecue King on one of the sleeves of my jersey, because my dad was the barbecue guy. Yeah. Apparently, I played in the under 10s, the under 11s, and the under 12s. And I'm pretty sure you won all three years, despite me. Yeah, like, I, I was despite the you. worst. I was the worst. I couldn't... For some reason, I could not kick a ball in AFL until I stopped playing AFL. And then I became, like, the rain man of kicking AFL balls. Like, <laughs> as soon as I stopped, I, you know, I kicked the ball for funsies. And it just went sailing through the air with the greatest of ease. You know, majestic, majestically flying. It was weird. No, because like every time I try it at practice or in a game, I'd like I don't know. I guess I my foot waited too long or something, and it kicked the top of the ball, and it just kind of like pathetically bounced across the ground. I don't. Well, do you mean by pathetically bounce across the ground? Do you mean like it kind of spun yeah, and traveled sort along of, the ground? Except it didn't go very long because it was terrible and I was the worst. Yeah. Right. Well, in AFL, you want it to go high and long. Not too high, I guess. I don't know. You just want it to go through the goals. And I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. But it didn't matter because I was usually in defense <laughs> and the ball never got to me because the rest of the team was good. <laughs> I absolutely hated sports when I was a child. It was a terrible experience. I played soccer. You didn't play any sport? Oh, well, you played soccer. I, I, I played soccer and then I stopped playing after that small child kicked me in the face on the final photo day. That's pretty bad, actually. I, I, I was goalie and they asked me to lie down on the grass with my head on the football. Little little kid walks up and tries and kicks the ball. Does he kick the no, ball? No, he kicks you in the Cause face. Because kids are, kids are unco- uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah, it kicks my face. I can't say that I've... I mean, I have suffered worse <laughs> on the rugby league field, but I can't say that I've suffered worse on a photo day. Yep, I was the only I was the only non-game injury in that team. Okay, so we need a format to say. So yeah. I ask the question first, then Darian answers first, then Ryan answers, then I yeah. give my answer, and then. We go in that order where Darian asks the next question, Ryan answers, then I answer, then Darian answers, and round robin. so on and I so forth. I don't know if I even used that. So correctly. we ask how many questions? So essentially that makes me dictionary corner in countdown. How are you dictionary corner? Everyone gets yeah. a go. Yeah, and then they refer it off to yeah. me. And then I go, no, I that's not correct. 
Speaking, Ryan, I don't speaking think you're listening to what we're saying. I have issues with this no, third I question. Uh, is it is it because it's practically the same question that I asked before, but with a different person? No, I think person. it's mainly because before the question was offensive, and now the question is just so specific that I don't think we have enough expertise to make it interesting. Okay. I mean, we are we are talking about hypotheticals here. The reason why I had that... I'm not sure whether to mention it or not. But the reason why I had that question was so we had some example of, like, yeah. alt-history questions. But if we don't want to work with alt-history hypotheticals... I don't think we can really work with alt-history without researching it beforehand. And I, I haven't done that. Okay, fair enough. I, I will strike it. I will strike it from the record without the audience yeah, ever fuck knowing <laughs> what it was. Um, that's that's the other issue we need to talk about, swearing. Because I know that podcasts get labelled as explicit you do, right? if you swear you say, you say without start, censoring. This podcast has naughty words. If you don't like it, fuck ya. That's what you do. You're not going to beep them. Just, we're just going just to fucking swear. It's an Australian podcast. It's un-Australian to beep them out. But explicit cod- podcasts get less audiences. Don't give a shit. Less, well, less, we can do, we can do what we can do audiences. what the Americans do and just like substitute. All right, this is what we do, right? This is what we do. Yeah, like you just dub over, you just dub over them. So like, whenever I say fuck, you say bingo or something, you know, but in, in a completely different voice. Bingo. Okay. So instead of instead of using the the beep, I say like yeah, drongo or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, that, that made me laugh, so it's funny. Exactly. Okay, first question. I'm sure you all remember it, but I'll just say it to refresh your memories. You are Rupert Murdoch, or a media mogul of equal or greater power and influence. What arbitrary agendas would you push, or would you be fair and balanced, TM? Well, no. I wouldn't be. Well, wouldn't be what? Fair and balanced. Right. So you would push your arbitrary agendas. I would. I would. I'm one of them bleeding heart liberals, aren't I? So you give me an ounce of power and I'll try and use it to pervert course of society to my twisted means. Well, go on. You have the floor. What would you do? Ah, you know, just general bleeding heart liberal stuff. (laughs) You've got this Aussie podcast stuck in your head, don't you? This is forcing you to sound Aussie, isn't it? I did, you said Drongo, and it's kind of reinforcing my accent, I think. It's a bit weird, I can't stop it. So what, Darian as Rupert Murdoch, what would you do? Mm, you know what would be fun? What? Faking fashions. Faking fashions? Yeah, like, you you know, I'm sure Murdoch owns some, I, I don't, I don't care about them, so I don't know, but I'm sure Murdoch owns some of those, you know, the celebrity paparazzi style magazines or whatever right or they 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 have, yeah, they yeah. have these columns and things i'd i'd report on fake fashion you would report on fake so you instead of picking up an important issue no 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 you see i'd i'd push i'd push all my bleeding heart liberal views you know you know equality right. and all this business but the fun things <laughs> i would try and twist the world of fashion to my own devilish means for my amusement Right, so you'd become some sort of Devil Wears Prada. I'm thinking more of Mugatu. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? Zoolander. Remember Zoolander? Oh, uh, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Actually, I'm just thinking right now, the whole hipster revolution thing with fashion, 
Is that you? I, I think calling it a revolution is a bit much. Listen, listen. If if I'm running a podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna grossly exaggerate whatever the fuck I want. All right. Okay. Hipsters. And it's a hipster revolution. <laughs> I won't stand for it. Fucking hipsters. Hipster, hipster revolution. I, I love you, everyone who is a hipster. By the way, um, you have gorgeous music and good smelling coffee. I like the beards. The beards are good. I have a beard, but I don't have a beard that long. I, I eye the beards jealously because I can't grow one properly. You can grow a beard. I can grow a really patchy, shitty beard. That's what Your I face can do. That's what I can grow. It's because you can't grow a beard. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, speaking speaking from the cheese board corner, I have to say that it's not about having the beard. It's about having a fancy beard. Yeah. Well, working working in an industry which involves a lot of hipsters, I've seen a lot of um interesting beard designs. There's, in my day. there's no fancy beard that involves it being patchy. All right, <sighs> these faulty genetics of mine. So Ryan, you are Rupert Murdoch. What do? Oh well, I suppose I'd lull everyone into a false sense of security, wouldn't I? Like they did in 1930 on Good Friday, the BBC. Just just by just by putting on like the news or. Or my masterhead newspaper saying there is no news today. And just do it for the next, um, I don't know, like three, four months. Just lull everyone into a false sense of security. And then, and then bam, some, some shocking news. Like, did you know that last week when we said there was no news, there was news? <laughs> just send people into a moral panic, basically. Wait, so wait, your plan is to print newspapers that say there's no news, sorry about that, and then continue this lack of news so the lack of news itself would become news haven't you seen the sun you'd be reporting you'd be reporting on the horrible news drought that's been continuing for months well that's that's pretty much what most news outlets do create some kind of moral moral panic like no news and then they'll have like a four-page analysis on why there's no news this reminds me of the episode of yes minister is that, yeah, it's Yes Minister. Yes. Where It is Yes Minister. Well, there's Yes Minister and Yes Prime Minister. But yes, it yes. reminds me of the episode of Yes Minister. Of yes where Minister. Hacker uh, sorry, are you fixes... talking about Yes Minister? Let me just confirm that. Yes Minister? Yes Minister. Yes. Okay, good. Continue. The episode where Mr. Hacker fixes the problem of the banning of the British sausage and that to create they had to create that news to... It's a whole episode. Okay. Go watch it. Okay. Well, that's pretty much how I'd, how I'd use my media power. Just just create some panic. It's just like what the news agencies do nowadays, I guess. It, so it's it's really basically but the you'd same create, thing. You'd create panic over nothing. Yeah, so... Exactly. Basically what the news agencies do now. Okay, pretty yeah, much. yeah, I see your point. But you <laughs> well, do most, it... Most, most people report on nothing anyway nowadays. <laughs> you do it in your own Ryan style. You you meta. You do it in, in the meta way. Yep. Kill them softly, Jake. Kill them softly. Would you be fair and balanced, TM? I'm not sure about fair and balanced, Tim. Maybe an Eric or a Warren. Next. (laughs) Oh, is that my turn? Yeah, yeah. It's yours. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Well, the floor is lava right now. Why is the floor lava? What are you doing right now to deal with this issue? Have you been dealing with it for a while? And if so, how? Now, I have a question about this question. Okay, you have a question about this question. You usually have a question about the question. I would like to question this question. Yes. The floor is lava, yes. Yes. Are the objects around me somehow lava resistant? Uh, That's your choice. Or is everything melting into the floor? Because that sounds pretty horrifying. Okay, when I designed this question, I thought 
if we could use a modicum of our creative minds... A little behind-the-scenes moment here. Yes. <laughs> we could think... Uh, we could we could let the answer of the, the answer of the question decide what the situation is, why the floor is lava, and then work backwards from there. So, for example, well, actually, no, Ryan has to answer this question first. Yes, but oh. you know, it, it, Ryan gets to decide how long the floor has been lava because the floor is lava right now. But how long has it been lava, or is it just lava suddenly? It's your, the, it's your decision. Maybe the floor has always been lava, and we just haven't noticed it yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure it'd be. I'm, pr- I'm sure it'd be pretty noticeable if the floor was lava. You would notice it immediately. But is but, the floor lava, said... or is it yourself that is lava? Ryan, answer the question. <laughs> oh, well, so it's obviously the floor's lava. But <laughs> that being said, since I live in my second floor apartment, <laughs> um, I think it's fairly safe to say that I'm, I'm going to be in a pretty good position up here. I'll I'll it'll like I'll have a bit more time to contemplate about life's existence. Can I just can possibly- I just interject here? So your interpretation of this is the floor is the ground and it is surrounding your apartment. Is that is that what we're going with? Well, here? if his floor well, if probably... his floor is lava, it'd drip down and kill his occup- the occupants below, wouldn't it? Well, I laugh if, if he's holding on to something. Uh, whichever way, okay. uh, I I don't mind how he interprets it. If he interpreted it that way, it just go on, Ryan. Oh, well, having all this philosophical debate, but yeah, but, but Darian is quite correct. Like, like I, I wouldn't be too concerned about the lava because it'd kill everyone below me first, of course. Yeah, your but, floor is their ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. But that being said, also like like having having a large window in my apartment, I just have to open up the window and all the lava will flow out. Well, how much lava is no, there? No, is it going to no... go into the window? Yeah. Uh, plus, there's my apartment's not that. Big. There's also <laughs> the 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 issue of uh, you know lava's hot. Lava is hot. I'm pretty sure the heat would just cook you alive. Probably going to. Is wanna... that's what the, that's what the question is asking? How are you dealing with this? Probably painfully, Ooh. wouldn't it? Well, uh, is it your question to is it your question to answer? No, it's my yep. question to ask. Yes, so ask the question, Ryan. Answer. Well, can, wait, wait, have you got aircon? Yeah, I probably. Got yeah, you're fine. I could I could just sit back and relax, like living on the equator with the aircon on, um, sending out another uh, another newspaper saying there's no news today with little asterisks and underneath. By the way, all the floor is lava. <laughs> Run for your lives. <laughs> All right. So how how long has the floor been lava? Well, I don't know. It just, Is it just immediately started happening. It just it got just... up and the floor was lava. Yeah, it just woke up one morning. Suddenly, floor's lava. It's not the it's best. Like the kids suddenly. It's... it's just like you walk into a room and a kid looks at you and then he says, "Suddenly, the floor's lava." There are probably a lot of scientific reasons why that's impossible, but that's okay. This is a hypothetical. It's it's kid science, Jake. It's not that hard to fathom. <laughs> it's kid science, so it's simple. <laughs> Pretty much. You just wake up in the morning, the floor's lava, you just get out of bed and walk to the fridge and grumbling, not before I've had my coffee. I mean... <laughs> well, it's probably they just thrown a whole lot of, um, a whole lot of like, sugary sweets on the floor and um, tipped a bottle of Coke, and in that case, you scold them off of being a little shit. <laughs> so I guess it's my turn to answer now. I guess it is, yeah. Probably it is. Well, you see, I th- I, the way I imagined the question was kind of the like the game... That we used to play as kids. Speak for yourself. I never played that game. Why didn't you play that game? You had a sister. Yeah, but I spent most of my time tormenting her. The floor is lava is the best game too. 
No, no, I preferred I preferred slipping on a, a demon mask underneath a death's hood, walking into her room with the hood on, then pulling off the hood to reveal the de- the demon mask while she was asleep. Uh, like I wake her up and then I do it. It was hot. I traumatized her. It was great. You, you must have traumatized her. You've traumatized me just by that explanation. The worst one was when I made her think she killed my pet elephant, my little <laughs> stuffed elephant. <laughs> oh God, you were a terrible brother. I was. I was a brother. Yeah, you were a brother. <laughs> um, I never had the the pleasure to have a brother. I had two sisters and. What sisters do is they decide to make you think that you're dying. <laughs> like anything, anything is a sign that you're dying. And so I grew up with a complex that anything that's wrong with me, I immediately think that I'm going to die. Oh, so your sisters were WebMD? Yeah, yeah, that's what they were. One day I got grease on my finger. I got regular... You know, just motor grease. And I don't know how I got it on my, my hands. I was just around the car or something. And I was asking my sisters what it was because they were so wise and generous and they told me I was going to die. <laughs> they said that it would get under my skin and that it would spread throughout my veins and choke my heart and kill me. <laughs> Back to answering the question. I can neither The floor is lava right now. See, uh, it's it's been lava for a while. Um, it's been lava since I moved in. I moved in and the floor was lava. Um, so what I did was I bought some strong heat-resistant, thick heat-resistant glass and I, I put the glass over the lava and it, it just makes a very nice warm floor to stand on. Oh, so we're going with Minecraft rules, are we? Yeah, we're going with Minecraft rules. Well, I am because I'm taking the hypothetical into that universe and making it my own. Um, and so right now, uh, the floor is lava. What are you doing right now to deal with this issue? Well, I'm sitting. I am sitting here with my my UGG boots off um, <laughs> on the floor because it's a nice, warm floor. So the question isn't really what are you doing to deal with this issue. The question is, is it an issue at all? Yeah, and and I'm I'm taking advantage of this issue and making mm. it something that helps me. Yeah, you could you know you could harness this this lava floor for a uh, you know geothermal power that sort of thing. I mean, the other thing that I've done is I've hooked Exploited. it up to I've I've hooked it up to my toilet seat. So any time that I go to the loo, uh, I don't have to worry about a cold toilet seat. I think using lava is a bit much. It's a bit, listen, you're listen. the problem. The lava was here already. If I had decided to rip the lava from below the earth and put it here artificially, then yes, that would be over-engineering the problem. At the moment, all I'm doing is taking advantage of the current situation and using it to my advantage, as I said before. And I think hooking it up to a toilet seat to let it warm the toilet seat continuously so I would never have to suffer the ordeal of sitting on a cold seal- toilet seat ever again is probably the best way to do it. But then you'd have to deal with the problem of your burning your um, particulars off. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's not, it's not like there's lava in the toilet seat. That'd be crazy. It's just hooked up to the lava in such a way that the heat is dispersed through the toilet seat. Oh, well, at at a controllable I... temperature, at a a reasonable temperature. Oh well, I suppose it's living on the edge. I suppose well, I suppose living in a country where your toilet seat can kill you 
Indirectly, of course. Uh, um, I suppose it's a fairly valid point. Isn't that already <laughs> true? What with the spiders? There are always spiders under the toilet seat. You can't, you can't miss them. You just have to live with them. We have anti-venine under the cupboard, and it's under the cupboard because there's lava there to keep it warm. <laughs> Is that how anti-venines work? I don't think so. I think you want to keep them cold. <laughs> no, don't, sure. Otherwise, don't they break down like most things with heat? But I thought you, yeah. I thought you wanted to starve a fever. No. No, you don't. That's that's wrong. You're wrong. No. <laughs> All right, uh, Ryan. Do you want to ask the next question? I don't think I want to, Jake. But I will anyway. What if political fo- uh, philosophical football was an actual sport? Oh, I have to answer this question first, don't I? Probably. I think it was Darian. No. Yeah. It was him. Okay. Yes, Jake. Jake first. Yes. Go what ahead, if Jake. philosophical football was an actual sport? Well, I think that I would be firmly behind the can't win team anyone no can't win no i get it i just don't think it's funny God, i hate <laughs> you guys <sighs> i feel sorry for that turtle see that Aris- the Aristotle. question <laughs> and now i'm going to criticize the question because i didn't write it um but the question Oh, the question, yeah. Just the question the lacks a little bit of depth. Um, I, I found it difficult to figure out what what to answer, and so I came up with that terrible joke. Well, I suppose I suppose you could like consider it as like would it would it be a would it be a worthwhile spectator sport? Would people actually go? Well, I think I I, I think if it if it was like a culturally embedded thing, then yes, I think it would be a very popular sport. I still wouldn't watch it. Well, you don't watch any sport except for esports. Nah, I don't philo- even watch philosophical those. football is not an esport. It is probably one of the most contact, dangerous contact sports of our time. Philosophical football has been has been pretty dangerous ever since Karl Marx was killed. It was a terrible accident. <laughs> uh, got a problem with head injuries. Some would say he was on the marks. <laughs> Ryan, if what I said wasn't funny, that really yeah. You're grasping at straws, that's what you're doing. (laughs) Obviously, there wouldn't be an Australian team, it'll all be people called Bruce. I think that philosophical football would be a popular sport. I think that... Well, if it's the only sport, maybe. Well, what other sports would be around if philosophical football was around? Oh, you know, philosophical golf. Do you think philosophical golf would be a better sport? No. I mean, golf is already boring. Yeah. What would philosophical golf would well, that would be Descartes going around? <laughs> oh God! Like well, golf, therefore. Schrödinger would be um quite a frustrating golf player because he'd always be questioning whether or not the ball is in the hole or it's not in the hole. Yes. But since he's like two hundred and fifty meters away, he can't tell. Uh, Darren, I'm going to have to hand the question to you because I don't know how else to answer it. Oh, I already said uh, I wouldn't watch it. So, well, what, if, what if it was a? It, it, this isn't about you watching. Well, it, it. it'd just be. Well, it'd be another thing I wouldn't watch. That's for one. Besides that, I guess more people would know about philosophers. <laughs> I, I guess that's true. Maybe a philosophy degree wouldn't be worthless. That would be hey, the biggest. That would be hey. the biggest change. Everyone I know who has a philosophy degree has an actual job. I don't have a job. Well, what is that? That's that speaks more about you than the philosophy degree. There are only two people. <laughs> there are only two people I know who have philosophy degrees, and they're very successful in their given fields. Well, yes, yeah, philosophy it is a great. For philosophy is a great field. The problem is, it's also taken by a lot of shitty people. 
that's true. So I guess take philosophy if you're serious about it, but don't take philosophy if you're going to be shitty. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? No, not really. What are you saying? I'm saying I wouldn't watch the sport. You know what we forgot to do? What did we forget to do? Well, each person who asks a question hasn't answered the the question that they asked. That's yet. true. They should probably ask answer yeah, it last. They, they, we should answer those. Do we want to do that in reverse order? Mm. Well, people people won't know what we're talking about now. It's a yeah, thing fix it in post. That's your answer to everything. Fix it. Yeah, in fix post. it in post. All right, so uh, okay, we'll we'll do it in order then. Yeah, uh, if I was Rupert Murdoch, if I was a, a mogul like Rupert Murdoch, I would be fair and balanced TM, or at least I'd run my campaign very similarly to how Fox News runs their fair and balanced campaign. I would constantly be saying that I am fair and balanced because if I say it enough, then people believe it. Believe it. What arbitrary agendas would I push? See, I what I would do is probably do exactly what Rupert Murdoch is doing, except for things that I like. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess my answer is like Darian's answer, except less funny. So essentially you'd be the Guardian. The Guardian. People keep saying the Guardian is the the left's answer to the Daily Telegraph. Ter- it is the <laughs> Daily Telegraph. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Darian, answer the floor is lava question. Uh, is all the floor lava, or just a floor in my room? Because either way, I'm probably dead. It's that's that's up to you. I'm, I'm, I'd probably just die painfully. Let's be real. I am not athletic enough. I'd slip and fall. You'd just be dead. I'd be dead. So you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to deal with it. Nah, it'd be horrible. What were the circumstances under which your floor became lava? Probably a gypsy curse. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, Ryan. Your football answer. Oh, philosophical football. Well, that'd be a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn it, Ryan. (laughs) Goodbye. I'm being chased by a baboon. And that's our show, folks.